Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Christmas shopping at the Pro Shop. Get TSC merch for the holidays right now and get 15% off on all items on the Pro Shop by using the product code TSCXMAS21. So get your shop on at the Pro Shop today. Peace.
Yeah. Well, all right. Like you always say, welcome, welcome, welcome. Number one sports talking deed. We ain't like the Falcons. We won't blow the lead. Look, all we talk is who that? Who got cut and who back? Rookies in the vets. Players you should look at. It's the sports coma. You don't want to miss it. Got the pre-game, party, post-game statistics. Get a visit for Sway. Maybe DC or five. It's the hottest thing smoking. Big Q in the guys. Go to YouTube live. Make sure you subscribe. In the views inside the Saints locker room high. Talk to Drew, Jordan, Zach, Peyton, New Orleans, who that nation? Best believe when I say we bleed gold and black. Ain't a miracle or rivalry could ever hold us back. No, Beast Quake, Bounty Gate, let the truth be told. It's the sports coma, all we know is say Super Bowl. Yeah. You're listening to the sports coma with Big Q and the guys on the PRO Media Network. Um, just I guess take me through what this week looks like in you know just from Wednesday to today, I guess. Yeah. Uh yeah, it's been a wild week, there's no doubt. Um you know, went to the first day of practice and you know, Trevor obviously didn't feel well and he went in immediately. Um and got tested and you know, after practice heard that boom, he was positive, so that's one. And then uh I'm losing track of days, but was it yesterday? Maybe two days ago? Yeah, two days. Maybe was it yesterday? Taysom? Gosh, yeah. So it was yesterday. Uh, you know, Taysom actually called me. So um, he called me and said, hey, did you hear the news? I tested positive. So just boom, boom, two days in a row, and I can count. So I knew I was the last one. Okay, I guess, uh, Ian, can you just talk about where you are now is, you know, the last time we talked to you was probably in training camp, learning the offense and still getting up to speed and figuring things out. Just maybe the evolution from from then to now and how much more prepared you feel uh, about taking the reins and getting this opportunity. Yeah, I think last time we talked was getting ready for yeah, training camp, getting ready for that Baltimore game. You know, I got to play the second half. Um, I feel a, lot, a ton better. That, that feels like it was so long ago. Um, Taking every time there was a rep, I got to take it mentally. So add up all those reps, I got to do it mentally. Um, you know, never got to do it with the ones, obviously. But every single time they were doing it and watching film, you just got to envision that it's you out there and hear those reads over and over until it's really ingrained in your mind. And I do feel a lot better. Uh, coaches have done a great job getting with me and getting me all set up. And um, it's just time to go out there and do it. Amy. This probably isn't how you envisioned your first start, um, but has it set in yet that, you know, obviously some things could change between now and then, but yeah. this could be happening for you? Every day, just taking it day by day. We're getting all, obviously getting closer to Monday night, but I'm not going to play with my mind and say, you know, maybe they come back in time. I'm, I'm starting at this point. I'm playing. I plan on playing, and we'll, we'll kind of go from there. Um, that's what I got to do this whole entire week to get ready. You can't just flip that switch on, you know, Monday morning trying to get ready. It doesn't work like that, especially at the quarterback position. That's what I've learned, and that's what I've learned, you know, talking with all these other quarterbacks this year. You know, I talked to Trevor with it when he was playing. You know, you got to take it the whole week seriously because you never know. And, um, you know, I was the fourth quarterback on the list. You wouldn't expect things to happen like this. But with COVID, you never know. So 
just taking it and uh, trying to get a routine. It's been tough because you can't get into the building, but every day I'm just getting up early and I'm studying, you know, I'm, I'm learning as much as I can. Um, definitely like on pen and paper. It was, it felt really good just to get out here today to walk through it. I needed these reps and I told the coach that I need these walkthrough reps and um, it, it was awesome. I need to see it and picture it and uh, it's coming through. It's going to be a good week and I'm excited. It's an unbelievable opportunity is what it is. Uh, hey, Ian, obviously you played a lot of big games at uh, at Notre Dame. I mean, I guess how excited are you? Just the Monday night atmosphere, you know, full world watching, that kind of thing. I'm going to be pretty buzzed. Yeah, I uh, I don't know what it's going to feel like. I've played in big games, but I think this is the biggest, obviously. You know, this is we're professionals now, and it's Monday night football. And I grew up watching primetime football since I was a little kid. And uh, it's a dream, It's an, and I'm just going to keep telling myself um, what a great – opportunity um there's a million excuses out there is what i'd say and we're going to use none of them because we got to go out there and play we're all professionals and when your name's called you got to go out there and perform so uh just excited i want to go out there the main thing for me is i want to go out there have fun move on to the next play and, and play with speed you know don't go out there thinking all the time that's going to slow down my process just got to go out there and play have fun it's football Todd walker Hey, Ian, has, has Drew or any other, have any other quarterbacks like reached out to you and just sort of give you some advice about being on this big stage? Uh, no, no, Drew has not, but I've got, I think I have like 200 texts. I'm just going to have to get to those a little bit later, I'm trying to focus. But uh, I got a lot, of, I got a good support group. Got people texting me that, you know, I wouldn't think would text me. It's pretty cool to see that they're, you know, they're tuned in and they're watching and it's a big stage. And, um, you know, my family will be in town and my brother was in, Boot camp in the military happens to be off this weekend, coming down here regardless, and now I'm starting. So it's kind of timing out pretty good. Yeah, look, we have the video set up here. Um, I was able to watch video at home. Our coaches are planning here. We've had some virtual meetings. We virtual virtually met today. Um, we did get a, a little bit of a walkthrough practice in today. Um, you know, you're just you're adjusting and and uh, and doing it, you know, on the fly. Sean, are you feeling okay? Yes. You, you know. Yeah. So I'm seven days removed. Um, today's Friday, so my positive test was last week, Friday morning. Um, and then, you know, it's either ten days to get back in, or you test back back in, and there's a count that they're comfortable with. And but I'm feeling good. Yes. Sean, can you maybe talk about Ian Book and how he's looked and, and, you know, potentially making his first start on Monday night? Yeah, he's doing well. I thought today he threw the ball well. Um, you know, I said it to the team also. Obviously, you have a new quarterback, but it's more than just the quarterback. It's everyone else, you know, painting the right picture, us playing well in the kicking game and on defense. Um, you know, he's going to he's gonna do fine. He's excited about the opportunity and and – Obviously, there'll be some plays where you, you want to get on to the next play, but, um, you know, he's he's kind of going to uh, going to class with, with the game plan. He's done a good job handling that, and then it's up to us to give him the right things relative to the game um, and where we're at offensively. Jenna, how has he just picked things up and – how have you guys seen him grow throughout the season, just being around and being in the classroom and all that? I think, number one, I would say this. He's a good learner. I mean, he, he, 
you know, it's something we saw in training camp. So, you know, he picks things up. Um, it, you know, it's all the nuances of, of playing under center in the gun. You know, we are at home. Obviously, that, that's important. Um, but, yeah, I, I think he's someone that's been a good student of the game. Hey, Sean, Ian's a guy who's obviously played on the big stage before, but not this kind of stage. But, I mean, how much does that just have to think, especially starting on, on a Monday night game? Uh, listen, I think it's important. I mean, he, he, you're right. He, he's played in real big games. Um, and and he's done it consistently. Um, if you're measuring wins and losses better than any quarterback in Notre Dame history, which is important. So, um, yeah, obviously there's a, there's a transition to this level. But, you know, I think he's up for the challenge. Do you describe what he does best? And does his skill set give you some different things to work with than maybe you've had this season? Oh, that's a good question. I, I think there's certain things that that he does outside the pocket very well. I think there's certain things. I think he gets rid of the ball well. I think he's accurate when he throws it. Um, you know, I think he can move and escape. That's something that you saw on his college tape, and, and we've seen uh, a little here. Um, I don't think you, you turn and, and put a completely different game plan together. I think you, you try to look at the things that he knows and and feels really comfortable with. And and as this week progresses, and I, I say that because we still have a lot of time before we play Monday, you know, we get down to the the, the things that we've seen him do and, and the things that he feels comfortable with and – and then also the other moving parts offensively with personnel. Regardless of the position with game playing, how tough has it been this week with 15 guys on the COVID list who still have some injuries too? Just game planning with you don't necessarily know who's available and who's not. At Henson, we're looking forward to the holidays, and that means more time in the kitchen. Now, imagine your trusty kitchen knife had a wobbly handle. You'd be nervous. Well, the same is true in shaving. Most razors on the market today don't support the blades well enough, allowing them to flex and bend. This is a source of razor burn. At Henson, we used our 20 years of aerospace manufacturing to solve this problem, supporting the blade so you can use it confidently. To learn more and to get 100 blades for free, go to hensonshaving.com holiday. Yeah, I mean, I just finished telling them, you know, if you're out here, you're preparing to play because it's ever-changing, and we've seen it um, change yesterday. It changed again today, and I'm sure um, it'll change again before we play. Um, and it's the, you know, the uniqueness uh, of this season. Um, and yet, you know, we've got to get ready and, and, and be prepared uh, if you're in. I, I think – I think just as importantly as the kicking game, because there's always that attrition. You know, players that were specialists now moving into roles, maybe more on offense and defense. How are we handling that? Um, all of those things will be important. Is there a chance of anyone to come off Monday game? Oh, I guess there's always that chance. Obviously, they'd have to test back off, and it would be, in all likelihood, you know, it would be players that have entered the COVID program um earlier than later uh but yeah i i think that that can happen hey, hey sean as somebody who's now dealt with this twice and who has significant stature in the league as far as this season or even into next season do you plan on working with the league as far as like the next evolution with covid asymptomatic and getting guys back and how the league handles this going forward yeah look 
I, I think that there's a group in New York that does that. Um, and then, you know, they pass down the protocols to us. Um, I don't think I'm the only one that's had it twice. You know, I, I was vaccinated and actually uh, scheduled for the booster last week when I began having symptoms. So we kind of held off on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think, look, the legal, we'll look at it. Uh, you know, I would say more on a weekly basis than a yearly basis because it's ever changing. All right. Welcome to the show, fam. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Now you're rocking with the sports coma with Big Q and the guys. But we have intense, entertaining, educating, and enlightening sport talk from your favorite sports family. I'm Big Q. Thank you all guys for joining me in this episode of The Coma as we start off uh, with Coach Peyton bringing it in. So salute to the Houdat Nation. Salute to the Black and Gold Nation. Much love to you guys. I appreciate every last one of y'all being up in this thing. Much love to the fam. And like I said, we've been having a lot of stuff going on, fam. To be honest with you, a lot of stuff going on with the black and gold. As you see, a lot of the C-19 madness continues to afflict not only the nation and the world, but also the New Orleans Saints as things continue to pile up in this one. So we'll get right into some news, notes, and items of the show as this was TSC Week 16 Saints-Dolphins Friday preview. And I like to say, uh, issue out a happy holidays to Every last one of the Houdat family members, the great same thing, Tank, and the entire Sports Coma family. Uh, happy holidays to you guys on this uh, Xmas Eve. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed the holiday music starting the show. <laughs> kind of switching it up a little bit. But anyway, yeah, this is going down. Very interesting matchup and probably one of the more challenging games that we'll have up against the Miami Dolphins because of the injuries and the C-19, which is completely going through the team. Let's get into some notes on this thing, and we'll cover some stuff. And this is the injury report right here. Let me see. This is the one from Thursday, just to give you some preference. Then I'll do the one from Friday, and it's important. New Orleans Saints, nine nine players. They named nine players on the C-19 list. And this happened yesterday, and we covered it yesterday. But it's just remember that. Remember these names because we're going to bring them over to the Friday's report. Now, yesterday they named James Carpenter, the guard who played in the last matchup. Uh, he was the sixth offensive lineman, and he had a, a pretty decent game to help out with the issues, our injury issues on the offensive line. Caden Ellis, a special teams linebacker. Uh, he is out as well. Jeff Heath, another special teams guy. Taysom Hill, who was the starting quarterback, is out. Jalen Holmes, who was a good uh, defensive end a rotational piece for the black and gold. Malcolm Jenkins, our starting safety back there. He is now on the list. Jordan Mills, who is filling in for Ryan Ramchek, but Mills was starting right tackle. He's out defensive tackle. Christian Ringo, who was one of our key rota rotational interior defensive linemen, he's out. And the backup to Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, is out. Also, Adam Troutman, this, the backup tight end to Nick Vanette, is out. Jawan Johnson is out. So two of the three starting tight ends is out. Garrett Griffin is on the IR. So a lot going on with the black and gold. So you add, look all them people there. Carpenter, Ellis, Heath, Hill, Holmes, Jenkins, Mills, Ringo, Simeon, Troutman, 
Jawan Johnson as well. So, like I said, that's a lot to cover, but, you know, that's a lot of people on the said list. And, you know, it's quite problematic to think about it, but a lot of people are dealing with the same issues right now uh, with the C-19. So let me see if I can give you today's uh, list as well for Friday. And here we go. This is today's injury report uh, provided uh, by NOLA. I mean, Saints.com, And it has Ryan Ramchek on the list. So the starter at right tackle dealing with knee issues, and then he pops up. He's on the C-19 list. Starting linebacker Demario Davis is on the injured. I mean, is on the uh, C nineteen list. Key uh, special teams ace Dwayne Washington is on the C nineteen list. JT Gray, uh, ace special teamer, who was uh, just uh, given a Pro Bowl honor, is on the list. And then, of course, the Saints also place assistance DB coach Corey Robinson. Assistance offensive line coach Zach Streif, coach intern Sterling Moore on the reserve list Friday. The Saints placed nine players, and I just mentioned those aforementioned players on the list. And, of course, after the C-19, let's get to the players who are actually hurt. In addition to the four Saints players listed on Friday's injury report for the team's Week 16 game against the Dolphins, Teron Armstead knee DMP. Thursday and Friday, odds are he will not play in the matchup. Marcus Davenport was limited with a shoulder issue. Traquan Smith uh, also with a shoulder. Marcus Williams fully practiced. All of them have the shoulders. If I had a bag full of shoulders, I'd have cleaned up over there at the Saints uh, practice facility. Going on down to the Miami Dolphins, who are deal- dealing with some things, but not as much as the black and gold, my goodness. Uh, and you look at Delbert Wilson, their wide receiver was not, he was out for personal reasons, not injury related. Running back Philip Lindsay, the former Denver Bronco, was limited with an ankle. He fully practiced the days. So did tight end Shaheen, uh, other tight end Jesse Davis, of uh, safety Brandon Jones, who was dealing with the elbow, fully practiced. Defensive tackle Zach Seiler, fully practiced with a neck issue and hamstring issue from Trill Williams. Remember him? Uh, he fully practiced with the Dolphins as well. So Saints dealing with so much stuff right now, not only just the the injuries, but also the C-19 stuff that is just totally ravishing the team right now. And like I said, we're not the only ones. There are some guys that's a lot worse than the Saints. And uh, things could change too. Some more names could come onto that list as well so we just have to kind of pay attention to that thing you know what i'm saying fam all right let's keep it moving and running baby as we hit this one from nola.com amy on the scoop sean payton is back so some bad news but we do get coach payton back is he he and ian book started the show coach payton followed ian book in and dropped some knowledge about ian book you heard ian book how he sound very confident more on that later we'll talk about that Let's get into it. Coach Payton is back, but another Saints player, three assistants, and we just covered those guys on the IRR. So the Saints are not done placing team members uh, in C-19 forced quarantine as four more people within the facility tested Friday, including one player and two assistant coaches. We just covered that. We talked about Gray and Zach Streif and Corey Robinson, Sterling Moore and all those guys. And then, of course, Gray uh, was added to the C-19 later Friday. And but the good news is that Coach Payton has exited the C-19 induced quarantine and has returned to the team. 
Payton missed last week's game against the Bucks, and uh, defensive coordinator Dennis Allen assumed his head coaching duty. So the Saints have added at least one player to the C-19 list every day since Tuesday when tight end Jawan Johnson was first added to the list on Wednesday. Tight end Adam Troutman landed on the list. And on Thursday, nine Saints tested positive for the C-19, including quarterbacks Taysom Hill, Trevor Simeon, the safety Malcolm Jenkins, and then a full list of 12 players either on the C-19 list are headed to it. Carpenter, Ellis, Gray, Heath, Hill, Holmes, Jenkins, Johnson, Jordan Mills, Christian Ringel, Simeon, and Troutman. If any of the 12 can tick off the following criteria before Monday's game, they can play as vacted or asymptomatic test negative. If any of those who landed on the C-19 list are unvacted, then they're automatically out for Monday. Unvacted players who test positive have to sit a mandatory 10 days regardless of symptoms. So this story will be updating every day since Tuesday a player was added. So if the trend continues, then Saturday there might be an addition. Sunday there might be addition. You never know. And this is the wacky world that we currently, uh, you know, exi- you know, we're living in right now with all of the madness that's going on uh, with the black and gold. But listen, one thing I really like about what the rookie quarterback says, he got a tough, confident demeanor. Uh, you hear it in his voice like he, he was ready to play. I'm ready to go. You know, I, you know, uh, I'm not thinking about whether or not somebody comes back in time. That's not like a switch you can flip off. I'm talking uh, or listening what uh, Zach is, uh, what I, Ian Book is saying verbatim. Also, he says there's a lot, there's a million excuses. There's a lot of excuses out there, and we will use none of them. You heard him say that. Love that. Love that because that's how winners think. You can always. There's a million. In fact, there's a billion excuses that you can at any time choose from to justify a failure or anything like that. This man is not doing that. He's not even much putting that in his psyche. So, I mean, let's keep it moving, fam. That's, that was very, I liked hearing that from the young uh, rookie quarterback, to be honest with y'all. I, I was really impressed with that when he said that. All right. And also uh, Ian book, you see the thanks have landed a veteran QB to back up Ian book for, the matchup against the Dolphins and we'll get right into it as the Saints have uh, decided to pick up a quarterback. New Orleans Saints are expected to sign Blake Bartles due to the team's ongoing C-19 outbreak. Bartles is supposed to get to the Saints facility Friday in time for practice sources said, but both starting quarterback Taysom Hill and backup Trevor Simeon went on the C-19 list Thursday, which made Ian Book the only quarterback available at this point for Monday's game against the Dolphins. Jameis Winston started the season for the Saints, tore his ACL early in the season and is out for the remainder of the season. Book is still expected to start with Bortles serving as the in-game backup. Had the Saints not worked out a deal with another quarterback, running back Elvin Kamara would have been the emergency quarterback. Bortles have played in 79 games over his career, though he has not played in a game since 2019 during his one-year stint with the Rams. Before that, Bartle spent five seasons as the Jacksonville Jaguars starting quarterback, completing 59.3% of his passes for 17,646 yards with 103 touchdowns. Since 2020, he has spent time with the Broncos, Rams, and the Packers, and Bartles is one of the quarterbacks on the Denver's roster that infamously went 
uh, into C-19 quarantine one day ahead of the Saints game uh, <laughs> against the Broncos last season. Before signing with the Saints this season, Bottles was with the Packers serving as a backup for Jordan Love after starting quarterback Aaron Rodgers tested positive as well. So there you go. Blake Bartles is your backup behind Ian Book and the wackiness continues for the black and gold, keeping it moving. So Blake Bartles is your backup. And, uh, you know, we thinking that the young player on the practice squad could have got an opportunity. Perry, who played quarterback in college for Navy, he might have been a nice option for them to use, but they wanted somebody with some experience. And Blake Bottles don't know a damn thing about the same system, but it's their call. They wanted a veteran to move in here. And people was like, can we sign a veteran? Well, there go your damn veteran. <laughs> I don't remember. Don't ever ask that old evil genie for something because he's going to give you, he's going to give it to you, but it ain't going to be what you want. I promise you that much. Anyway, let's keep it moving, fam. And this thing is we keep on coming on with the, uh, with the uh, in, with the news, and this is another article. Before we get into brief, the breakdown segment or the preview segment, Dolphins now the favorite against the Saints after C nine issues have worsened. Now the Dolphins are listed as the favorites against the Black and Gold. Let's get into it from John Sigler at the Saints Wire. Yikes! The Saints initially want, opened up as a narrow home favorite against the Dolphins in Week 16, but they're now home underdogs after a dozen players enter C nineteen protocols including their top quarterbacks, now has uh, the Dolphins favorite as a two-and-a-half-point favorite by the season Superdome at 11 a.m. Central Time on Friday the 24th. Now, that represents a six-point swing. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. From the opening line when the Saints were favored by three and a half, take this new spread with the adjusted over and under 3.37 and a half, and you've got an implied final score, Miami 21 to 17. So, and it's hardly ideal, but that's what the Saints are. Their offense has been nearly defamed with top weapons unavailable, like Michael Thomas season in the injury, Deontay Harris, who will be back after this game, plus tight ends Troutman, Jawine, both on the C-19. The Saints don't even have the threat of Taysom as a runner as he has joined the C-19 as well. So, I mean, it is absolutely 
uh, you know, it's insane, you know, to see. But listen, we just got to keep on going through and handling the business. Hopefully the Saints can find some answers to all the problems in front of them. They badly need a win to keep themselves in playoff race. At least their heads are above water after fighting back to 500. Yeah, for another week, as the injuries have rattled, the Saints are still fighting to get things happen. So there, thank you, Brother Prime, says Bartles and James. <laughs> all right, so this is uh, it's, it's very, uh, man, it's, it's, uh, it's very uh, cumbersome. To be honest with you, what you keep seeing uh, with the with the, all of the stuff that's going on, <laughs> my goodness. But this is the way of the world right now. Let's get into the preview stream, fam, and we're going to open up the phone lines. And I got a special guest that will join us in just a second. All right, so let's get into it, man. And this is what we covered on the guest preview the other day. Uh, points per game, the Saints are averaging 22.4 and giving up 20.4. The Dolphins average 20.4. And are giving up 22.3. Both teams are seven and seven and on winning streaks. And of course, we'll get into you look at some of the statistics as Tua is the top guy there, over 2,100 yards, 14 touchdowns, eight interceptions uh, for him. And of course, you look at their running back, it's, it's Gaskin, a 164 at 583 touchdowns. And the receiver is an excellent player named Jalen Waddle. 86 catches for 849 yards, four touchdowns. Absolutely fantastic playing as Waddle and, and uh, Tagovailoa have really picked up that chemistry, and they have some interesting weapons there to go. We'll see how it all pieces together. Total yards uh, the Dolphins do per game offensively is 331.2. 244.6 is what they throw through the air. They rush at 86.6 yards. Per game, the Saints at 324.4, 207.3 is what they throw through the air and rush at that thing about 117.1 yards per contest. Defenses, the Dolphins give up 370 and a half. That's 267 yards through the secondary, and they give up a whopping 104 yards per game. 256.1 with the Saints give up through the set special teams. I mean, excuse me, through the secondary. And 96.6 is one of the top three best in the NFL in stopping the run. The Saints have repetitively and consistently done that this season. So the Dolphins have improved during their winning streak. So have the Saints as the confidence have grown. And the Dolphins have come to 500. So they're looking to try to carry that moving forward. It'll be an incredible game. As you can see, some of the last few teams that they uh, beat you looking at the Jets, the Giants, the Car the Carolina Panthers, Jets again in Baltimore Ravens, among uh, you know five of the last few wins that they had, and of course the Saints were good wins against the Jets club, uh, and uh, in sweeping Tampa on the season as they both at five hundred. And and if everything was squared away and wasn't exactly what it is, it would be a different uh, uh, effect. I think it'd be a real exciting game between both the two. But you take a look at the Miami Dolphins, man. They're not suffering the hits that we are, which is kind of uh, making us say to ourselves, man, we got to bring it. And a rookie quarterback in here does set a challenge. But it also opens up, um, you know, some answers if Ian Book can be the guy. You know, we'll see how it all works moving forward. A lot of interesting uh, things to consider moving forward. But let's look at some more stuff and then we'll bring in our guest. Let's look at the same starting lineup if we can bear it. 
Let's look at this damn line. What the heck, man? Let's take a look at it with everything banged up with the black and gold, man. Look at that. You see Hill out, Simeon out. Here go Book here. He'll start. Kamara still there, thank goodness. Traquan Smith is questionable but should play. Marquez Callaway and Ty Montgomery, the wide receivers. Troutman is out, so Nick Vanette will get an opportunity to start. Uh, so, you know, Garrett Griffin's on our Jawan Johnson and Adam Troutman are out, so I expect the Saints might activate Ethan uh, Wolf, the practice squad tight end, to come in for blocking duties or simply use Prentice in that capacity if they need be, or perhaps they can use LeJordan Humphrey in, in that capacity. You know, it, the Saints do have players that they can move around. We'll see. Teron Armstead is not going to play in the game. Big surprise there, right? So James Hurst will probably fill in for him. Kelvin Throckmorton will be there at the left guard position with McCoy. Ruiz at the right guard. Ramchek is out. Had knee issues keeping him out for over a month now. And now C-19 is joining to the fray to knock him out of there as well. And, of course, Jordan Mills is out with C-19, who was usually the starter there. So the Saints will probably have either Caleb Binnock. They'll probably start at the right guard position. Uh, right tackle position. Uh, we'll see, man. It's this it's just a lot of rabbishing going on with the offense. And of course, the defense, man, is starting to feel the effects. You see Cam and, and Shai Tuttle, David on Yamada. Marcus Davenport is questionable. He still will play. Quan Alexander is there. Demario Davis is out. This is the first time in a long time. And remember about streaks. Demario, and this year has broken some streaks because Cam had 172 straight games that he played some on some Iron Man NFL stuff that was snapped during the week we played the Jets. And now DeMario's snap, he had like 150 something uh, starts and that snapped because of this. So we'll be about, d- d- without DeMario Davis the first time in a long time. So Quine Alexander will have to step up. Pete Werner, the rookie uh, linebackers played pretty well. We'll have to step up. And of course, Zach Bowen is there as well. So, We'll see how it all shakes, but yeah, we'll see that. We'll that's that. Why Quan Alexander is so pivotal, right there. And Pete Werner and him will probably share uh, the middle linebacker duties, and then of course in the secondary, Paulson Adebo and Marshawn Laddie, Daddy Lattimore is there, and Marcus Williams, uh, and then of course Jenkins is out on the C nineteen list, who replaces him. Several writers said it's Chauncey Gardner Johnson. I disagree. I don't think it's Chauncey. I think it's P.J. Williams. I think P.J. Williams will start there, uh, and Chauncey Gardner will remain in his nickel position where Dennis Allen loves him to be. And, of course, our special teamers, Brett Meyer and uh, Blake Gilligan and Deontay Harris, like I said, will return next week uh, for the Carolina Panthers game as he has served his three games and moved that fast. And, of course, filling in for Deontay Harris is Aesop Winston, who's been doing a very good job there. Uh, for that squad so like i said fam it's been an intriguing and interesting situation that's going on man what can i tell you baby now let's jump on to the miami side of things man look at their people they got they ain't doing as bad as we are with all this stuff <laughs> injuries in c19 man but they got two of there at the quarterback position gaskin they top rusher is there even though we had dougley come in he talked about Duke Johnson being a major force for their running attack. They have him as well as Philip Lindsay, the former Denver Bronco running back. Jalen Waddle is their star, man. Fantastic young wide receiver with Devontae Parker. So they got both of their really stellar wide receivers. Albert Wilson, 
the slot guy is there, and Isaiah Ford's another guy that can give production. Oh, look who's there, man. Tommy Lee Jerry Lewis is on their squad. <laughs> I didn't know he was playing with them. But Tommy Lee Lewis is on the Miami Dolphins squad. How about that? All right, Mike Jacecki, who's their top tight end, he's a pretty good player for this team. And then, of course, the offensive line, Eichenberg, Jackson, Ditter, uh, Hunt, and Jesse Davis. Not household names just as of yet, but doing a pretty decent job. Uh, keeping people off tour uh, to a degree. Let's see. All right. And of course, defensively speaking, Emmanuel Agba is a guy that uh, Dougley talked about yesterday as being a stellar force of Raekwon Davis, Christian Wilkins. He said Van Ginkle there on the, uh, for them as they run a three, four defense Wilkinson Wilkins, excuse me. Then their linebackers are Ginkle Roberts Baker. And he's cautioned us to worry about Jalen Phillips who's another fantastic player. I think he leads the team in sacks. And, of course, they have a really good secondary, man. They spent a lot of money improving their secondary. You see Xavier Howard, who was who was rumored in several different trade rumors about the Saints acquiring Xavier Howard and never panned out for this season anyway. Him and Byron Jones, who came over from the Cowboys, those they form a very solid cornerback tandem. Uh, and you got to watch out for him. And Justin Coleman, uh, is the, the nickel back. He is out in the game, so they'll probably play somebody there. But Eric Rowe, and we were cautioned to pay attention to Javon Holland, big safety that'll knock your block off, who's opportunistic. So they have players sprinkled around. Look at Duke Riley from LSU. He's there. He's out, though. But you have players sprinkled throughout uh, their defense, and they're starting to play well. Anytime a team roll off six or seven games in a row, a light bulb done went on. Jason Sanders, a kicker there. He's been struggling as of late. Michael Pilardi is the uh, punter for them. And Waddle is the not only a top wide receiver, but an excellent return man for these guys. So, like I said, this is the Miami Dolphins uh, starting lineup unit. And like we talked about family, when you look at the Miami Dolphins, right? Team don't just win a bunch of games, you know, for nothing. See, two is the top threat right there. Gaskin leads the team in rushing. And we go down there statistics. You see Waddle, like I said, this guy has 86 catches, uh, 849 yards. He averages 10 yards per catch, a first down every time he touches the damn thing. Jacecki is the top guy behind him with 64 catches. Parker, who was the top man for a while, is not the top man, but very still a competent guy that'll burn you. Uh, he has 34 catches on the season. You look at the defense, Jerome Baker is their top guy, leading it with 73 tackles, roll the safeties behind him. The top sack man is eight and a half by Jalen Phillips, the linebacker I just told you about. Emmanuel Agba, the linebacker, uh, the big lineman, has seven sacks on the day. And, of course, safety Brandon Jones has four. INTs, and you'll see who is the guy with INTs. And, of course, it's Xavier Howard leading his squad with four INTs. And Coleman and Holland uh, tied for second place with two. So there it is. So the Miami Dolphins, okay, the keys to victory uh, is is in watching them. And li- might I add, C-19 is complicated things for this team. It's removes, it removes several starters, Jenkins, Demario Davis on defense. Second, in, in, in offense, it's riddled. It just really took a rate, way to taste them. Uh, two of our tight ends, offensive linemen, stuff like that. Key special teams personnel, we talk about the offense and defense. But really, the special teams is riddled with uh, C-19 problems because JT Gray, our ace, is missing. 
Uh, Dwayne Washington's going to be missing. Kate Nellis, who's played special teams, is missing. Jeff Heath, that plays those four or five, several different really impactful special teams players are not going to be available come Monday night against the Saints. And it could change even more so because every, like like Amy astutely mentioned, every day since last Tuesday, at least one player has been added to that damn list. So what's the keys to victory now that we know all of this about the Miami Dolphins? What's the keys to victory? Well, it really doesn't change, does it? Running of the football, we still have Elvin Kamara. We still have most of our offensive linemen. You know, we still got most of those guys. So running of the football has to be a uh, a a uh, uh, idea. It has to be a, a something that is maintained, and we're going to still have to throw the football. I know uh, Book has a limited understanding of what we're doing, but maybe the rook of surprises here. They don't have film on him. They don't know what he can do, so maybe that can be a plus two as well. And we know they're going to blitz him. They're going to go all out. I know they're one of the top blitzing teams in the NFL. They've been blitzing their ass off uh, during this streak to get back in it. They've been turning the def- defense loose. I expect them to just blow, to, to come at the Saints with the kitchen sink, sink uh, against Ian Book. So the Saints are going to have to get that ball out of there fast because they coming. Looking for a fun way to win 25 times your money this football and basketball season? Test your skills on Prize Picks, the most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projection for a wide variety of stats, and place your entry. It's as easy as that. If you have the skills, you can turn $10 into $250 with just a few taps. Easy gameplay, quick withdrawals, and injury insurance on your picks are what make Prize Picks the number one daily fantasy sports app. Ready to test your skills? Join the Prize Picks community of more than 7 million players who have already signed up. Right now, Prize Picks will match your first deposit up to $100. Just visit prizepicks.com slash play100 and use code play100. That's code play100 at prizepicks.com slash play100 for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Breast milk science. It's a thing. And it's our thing. We're by heart. We're an infant formula company on a mission to get a lot closer to the most super, super food on the planet, breast milk. Our patented protein blend has more of the important and most abundant proteins found in breast milk. We're the first and only U.S.-made formula to use organic, grass-fed whole milk, not skim. We make our formula in our own factories in Iowa, Oregon, and Pennsylvania, using a small batch manufacturing process that works to preserve the integrity of our ingredients. We ran the largest clinical trial by a new infant formula company in 25 years and clinically proved benefits like easier digestion, less gas, and softer poops versus a leading infant formula. We were the first infant formula company to earn the Clean Label Project Purity Award. And while we've put a lot into Byheart, there's a long list of things you won't see on our ingredient list, like no corn syrup, no maltodextrin, no GMO ingredients, no soy, no palm oil. Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. You know, so we have to run the ball up against them. And I know they're going to stack the box and make Ian book beat us, beat them. And that's the, and that's with the same philosophy that it would have used against Taysom Hill. So as we move forward, man, it's going to be intriguing to say the least how the Saints deal with it. But the defense without Demario Davis, without Malcolm Jenkins, it's going to be a challenge uh, to do, but Jawan Johnson and the rest of those guys, Pete Werner, they're going to have to step up and make it happen. The defense is going to have to get the tour. 
The defense is going to have to force turnovers. They're going to neutralize their running attack, which is not very good. If you look at how the team's built, they're mostly a they they're on the back of two attack Lavoie, and they have to get to him, sack him, fluster him, force him to turn the football over. If they can do that, they'll have success against two attack Lavoie. And they're stopping the run, putting the pressure on them. So the defense has to do their thing in there. And the offense has to be able to run the ball, throw the ball, and be able to keep the pressure in, in, in keep the pressure on Miami. We got to have some semblance of a passing game against the Miami defense because I know they're going to stack the box and they're going to come after the quarterback. We're going to have to make throws to kind of make them get up, up off of us. You get what I'm saying? But anyway, that's the breakdown, fam. It's a lot of craziness going on with the C-19. Uh, Demario Davis Jenkins and all these guys 12 guys on the C19 list. We'll see how it all goes. So let's bring in our special guest to the show right here, and we'll go at it and see and see what he thinks about it. So here we go to the show. Yeah, it's my dog Black Suede coming into the show. Welcome to the show, Suede. You know that pain ends on his way. He's gonna have buku screens every play. <laughs> And, and even on third down and five, he's going to try to draw up a play to hit Callaway on the fly. Oh, what's happening, player? <laughs> what's up, man? What's going on, bro? How you he doing? Here, brother? I'm doing good, bro. Oh, man, I've been missing y'all, man. I've been trying to get, in the, been trying to get on the show. You know what I'm saying? First of yes, all, how dare, you, how dare you call me a guest? I am not a guest here. I live here. That's 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 right, sweet. My bad, brother. My bad. Okay. okay. You've been away for right. a while, bro. I mean, it's good. To I see don't care. I mean, I'm glad to be here, but I mean, y'all did say I just do say a, a, a guest. I may special be special, guest. but I'm not a guest. Jesus. <laughs> All right, sweet. Let's, let's get at it, man. Twelve players on the C19 list. We're in the Dome. Saints only one win in the Dome uh, this season. That's against Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Several losses. I won't count them because they were too ugly to talk about. But let's get into it. Your thoughts on how we get the win against the Miami Dolphins, man, with all this going on. Let's go. Well, man, hey, uh, like we have a majority of our linemen. We have Elvin Kamara, which is our superstar of the team. Um Above all, um, I think we, 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 and then we have Ingram, we get the running game going. We have to get the run game going. We have to score. And, of course, you know what our defense with this big old hole up in there. Who that, Tasha, with all this big old hole in it with Demario gone? Say, bro, and, and I'm sorry, to, I'm sorry, I'm going to backtrack this, and maybe y'all can answer some of these things for me. And I know I'm probably late with this. I'm just learning, like, you can get COVID more than one time. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah, I did. I did not know that, man. Yes, I, I almost blew a gasket when they told me Peyton had the, had the COVID. I'm like, damn, again? Yep. I thought you could only get that bit one time. Okay, that's well, what they I said, guess what? But that, that's what they said. But there you go. We talked about this last year, and I'm gonna get I'm gonna get back to my my point about the game. We talked about this last year, Q, and we were like, you know what? But there's now this COVID thing, and they're gonna start taking people out of the game. And I do, I do still feel I still feel that way, Q. I think they're gonna start taking people out the game because they don't want certain teams to uh to uh to progress into the playoffs. Because all of a sudden, I mean it's been a lot, it's been a a, a long year, 
And now all of a sudden it gets down to crunch time and now we're starting to have COVID problems. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're starting to take you're starting to take a lot of people out of the game now. And not just not just regular people. You got some bench warmers, but it's hit we also hit with a lot of big time players. You know what I'm saying? So it, right. it just kind of weird. I even look like who does any buck do the Buccaneers have anybody out? And they do. There's no big time players. I mean, you don't have Farnett out. You wouldn't. You know what I'm saying? You don't have their big guys out of there. You don't have uh, Gronkowski hit. You know, uh, uh, nobody. I mean, you may have some uh, little unknown people. I even checked. I kind of checked the Packers. I think they had a receiver, Stantling. I think that was the only one I seen. So it's like the people, and it, it just I could be tripping. You know, I'm a conspiracy theorist guy. They're like the people they want in there. They're not going to really bother them too much, but the people they really don't want. I'm, and I haven't done my research on this, but I will check all the six and seven teams. And I'm going to go ahead and probably guess that those are the ones that's really getting hit with this COVID deal. The ones they don't want you to sneak into the playoffs. But I could just be tripping. Anyway, do it for the game, Miami. I think we have to uh, stay on the ground, bro. We got to stay on the ground. Uh, in book, this is his first time out there. This is what everybody been yelling. This is what the fellas been yelling. Y'all better be watching what y'all be saying because a lot of stuff y'all be asking for is coming true. And you go ask for the wrong thing. So you ask for Sean Payton to sit his ass down. He sat down. Then you ask, we need to get Taysom out of Taysom sitting his ass down. So here <laughs> we go. And now you got in book. Everything y'all asking for is coming. You better watch what you ask for. Right? What you said earlier about the genie? You better watch what you ask for. Okay, so <laughs> so anyway, here he is. Ian, is his first time out there. You don't want to – you don't want to – Discourage him too fast. You know how you start off with a rookie quarterback. Um and and you know you start to run the ball and then you kind of possibly open up the pass. Uh you know you don't definitely don't want to uh discourage him with uh these and I hate to say this, man, when our receivers are not catching too well. Um, you know, and so we definitely gotta pound the pound the ball. On defense, man, it's gonna be our uh, defense is pretty much gonna have to win the game for us again. And we're gonna have some kind of way get some pressure on um on their quarterback, you know, and um that's that's pretty much it, man. I mean, it's as simple as cut and dry, you know. Um, yeah, Ian is a rookie, and they don't have any film on Ian. He could shock the world. Oh, he could shock the world. Oh, you know, you just kind of gradually bring him in, and since this is what uh some people may call in quotations your future. Yeah, uh, you make great points on that, Swade. I mean, the reality is that Ian Book is a guy that uh, has a lot. You know, he's he, one of the things when we were scouting, when I was looking at Ian Book, was the fact that he's a player that is incredibly intelligent. He's a a, a guy that uh, he has athleticism. He can scramble and move around in the pocket. But he he doesn't get he doesn't get rattled as easily as some he has a really good he's been coached up really good he has the ability when he's being pursued or pressured by the defenses to keep his eyes downfield uh while plays develop and he that's how he gained a lot of success but when you put the film on about Ian book he's a winner and I, and you heard during the uh, early when we started to show off with Ian book in the interview what he was saying about a million excuses and we won't use none of them we got to win the game. You know, I'm the starter, uh, yada, yada, yada. So he's going to uh, do his very best in this thing. And remember, 
He's been a part of the quarterback room this entire season. He did. He hadn't played. Right, in but no. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, GQ. I apologize. If he's a, been in a quarterback room all this time, why he don't have COVID? Uh, well, I mean, it depends. I, I guess I don't know, Suede. That's uh, that's that's a good question. You know, that's a good question. You know, they cleared out the Denver Broncos whole running. Back. Was it their their quarterback room or their running back room? One of them. They had the to clear the whole thing. Everybody the had to go room. home. Yeah, the quarterback right. room. So if he's a part of the quarterback room, oh, I mean, I'm just saying, bro. I don't know. This well, I mean, the test, I'm, I'm pretty sure they tested him, and he came back. He, he nothing was wrong, you know, with him. So he was more than likely clear because if you're in proximity, they got that going on. Where you know, yeah, and I get what you're saying. I, I it's a lot of, it's I, I get where you're going with that. It's a lot of distrust. And hey, man, let me tell you, I don't trust them at all. I'm gonna just keep it real deal because historically speaking, they haven't done nothing righteous. The majority of the stuff they've done has been terrible and disagreeable, especially for people that look like me and you. So I mean, I don't. I, I think a, a smart man, bless you, a smart man uh, or a person understand that. But the reality is. Uh, book has to be prepared and the way he, how confident he is in his answers and his demeanor i think he's ready to go that three games left in the regular season he's been sitting up there since uh training camp preseason he's been a part of the quarterback room he's been absorbing uh what's been thrown around to a degree and just sitting there patiently waiting for an opportunity to display what he knows this could be a situation where he does that like you astutely mentioned there is no film on ian book so they don't know what they're getting. But the Dolphins, I could tell you off top what the Dolphins are going to do. They're going to send everything, including the, t- the kitchen sink, at Ian Book to rattle him. He will have to okay. make the proper plays. He's going to have to make the throws to make them pay for quick. that when they try to blitz. Yeah, you got to get up off that ball quick. So if he can make the plays that Taysom struggled to make the accurate ball out to Elvin Kamara, to Callaway, he's going to have some guys to throw to. So if he can make the throws and get them out of there and make Miami play when they pay when they come with that blitz, then the Saints gonna have success. That'll back them up off of us, and maybe we could take. We'll have opportunity to take shots down the field as well, and he won't miss right. on some of them shots like Paul Taysom did. Right. Another thing that kind of uh, got me upset. Well, I wasn't upset, but I was kind of upset. And I was like, yo. When Taysom was in the game, man, and a lot of a lot of quarterbacks who are capable of running. It's like they refuse to run, and they want to be a pocket quarterback. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, Taysom, take off. Go. And he and sometimes he wouldn't. And later on down, down, you know, uh, he started to he started, he started started to take off and begin running. And you can see it opened up a lot for the Saints. So I wonder if Ian Book, because um, I think you guys have more information on Ian Book than maybe, maybe I have. Uh, is he uh, capable of being a mobile quarterback? Will he take off? Can he take off? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he does. He 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 does take off. That's a part of his game. He is he right. will take off outside the pocket. And that's what I'm saying about Ian Book. He's incredibly intelligent. That's the thing. High IQ is a part. We scouted Ian Book uh before the draft. And it was uh, Ellinger, the quarterback from Tennessee that I was scouting, and then uh KT and uh GM Kev and a few other family members. I think Tragic and the rest of them said, Q, look at this guy from Notre Dame, Ian Book. So when I started studying his film and scouting him, I was like, man, 
I love this guy. Now, I love the way he played the game. I love the winning mentality. And Sway, listen, me and you know about Joe Montana. This guy has had more wins than Joe Montana at the University of Notre Dame. He won more games than any Man, other Notre Dame quarterback. I mean, that, that says a lot. And plus, when you listen to him, he don't have the biggest arm in the world, but some kind of way you get the ball downfield. He's really accurate. And that's what's one of the things Coach Payton was saying when he was looking at Ian Book when they brought him in and he was scouting him, that he mirrors him and Drew, even though they're not the exact same player. It's certain characteristics mm-hmm. about Book that remind him about Drew Brees, like the leadership capabilities, the accuracy, and other things, the intangibles that Book has. Now, like I said, there are only three regular season games left in the season. Ian Book uh, was been there the entire year, just sitting up there, there soaking up game. Sooner or later, you know, he was waiting patiently, and it's not like it's the start of the season. A lot of games have elapsed. Did, did he pick up enough in the quarterback room to help the Saints offense stay balanced and get a win against the Dolphins? That's the question. That is the question. We shall see. I guess it kind of makes it interesting. Uh, it kind of and it, it'll definitely um answer some things for a whole lot of fans who's been wondering what does Ian Book look like on this field. And this this will answer a lot for a lot of people. And then we can finally possibly either have found uh something or we can move on and you know silence the critics or whatever it may be. But I can't wait. I'm really I'm really uh anxious to see what happens this Monday night. I do feel the Saints are going to come through with a win. I think we have uh, good energy on our side. We know what time it is. We know it's 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 do or die right now. And um, I think we're going to come out victorious and in the Dome. Yeah, we haven't played that well in the Dome, uh, but the Saints are doing a blackout in the in the Dome, so that could be that, – that'll help out, especially with all the C-19 stuff. We're going to have to bring it, man, and uh, – it's going to have to be a ground and pound situation. Uh, and we're going to have to take shots down the field to keep Miami honest. But outside of that, uh, it's you a tall know that Payton's on his way. It is. Cool screens every play. <laughs> All right, so we go. We gonna open up. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to twenty thousand dollars in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov/career/usbp. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.